How's it going, Jets fans? Happy July 4th. Hope you are all having a great time with your families, friends, and loved ones. Obviously, fun day celebrating independence of this country, uh, but ultimately, it's a Jets day as well. Everyone loves to talk about the Jets these days. A lot of up-and-coming players, very fun, exciting. Um, and today, we want to take a look at a couple of offensive personnel packages that we could see in the 2022 season that could be really intriguing and exciting for this, Jet, uh, this Jets team. Michael Thor definitely has the capability to get creative on offense. Has a lot of the great personnel you need to do these things. We're going to discuss um, four different personnel packages that we could see that really open up this offense and keep uh, opposing defenses honest. Um, before we do so, Ryan, how do you do today, my friend? Doing well, Alex. Happy fourth to you as well. I appreciate it. And it, just to really get away from like the traditional like. 12 21 11 personnel packages that you know most teams typically run i think that you know we've spoken on the multiplicity which these running backs tight ends the receivers all offer and i think that there's some unique packages that michael floor can put together and excited to really just go over a couple of you know outside the box ideas that we had to share absolutely so let's dive into the first one the first one is going to be Two, two uh, running back sets right so you got Brees hall and michael carter we've discussed these guys at you know extent and Brees Hall was my favorite running back in this draft class in fact a lot of people think he's going to be the best running back in terms of production um, from this recent draft class and you know he has workhorse potential he's a guy that had a lot a lot of reps last year for Iowa State um, and I think that you know he can be an electrifying player uh, for the Jets and I think he could be that first second down type of guy I'd love to kind of see them utilize these two players, like a Naheem Hines and uh, Jonathan Taylor split, like Michael Carter comes in uh, to give Brees Hall that little bit of rest, but he's also a really good third down back. And if, if a two-minute drill is, is upon you, you want Michael Carter on the field. But I also think Michael Carter is like a good player where like I don't even think you can hold him to a Naheem Hines role, which is why we're going to discuss getting those two guys on the same field at the same time and what you could do with them. You know, um, There was one awesome Madden play. I always love to run with two uh, running backs in the backfield, and they would go out and they'd basically just run crossers. or uh, They'd basically run to the line of scrimmage and run crossers opposite of each other, and there was always one of them open. And I think you could do a lot of really good things in terms of attacking the seams, those little quick out screen passes, bubble screens um, you know, with the running backs. And you can do so much with them because they're also great receivers. Like they don't drop the pass. They are very, very active in that, in that uh, regard. Um, Michael Carter has great hands as we've seen, but Reese Hall has a really great hands as well coming from the collegiate level. But you know, how do you see these guys getting involved? Maybe even as just in the running game, having two backs back there, maybe um, you have one of them lead blocking for another, you know, whatever it might be. How do you see these two guys getting involved in these two running back sets? For sure. So this has really been like a talking point, this idea with two backs on the field for the jets for, you know, from the fan base for some time, when you look back to like Matt Forte and Bilal Powell, uh, Le'Veon Bell and Ty Montgomery, the Jets have had running backs who are really natural receivers. And once again, here with Brees Hall and Michael Carter, like you were just speaking on, these guys, they can run routes, they've got soft hands. And to me, like, why not really throw a challenge at defenses pre-snap, make Zach Wilson's life easier from a, you know, pre-snap matchup standpoint, get an idea on man or zone coverage and really get these guys in positions to just manufacture touches, you know, in a unique way. And I think what you were saying there at the end, you know, there's ways to get both of these guys probably in the backfield and, you know, if Zach Wilson's in the gun, they're both split, you know, to each side, or if you have one out in the formation, you know, in the slot out wide, whatever it may be. I think that ultimately just with the fact that both of these guys can run and catch so naturally, you know, why not just try and find ways to, like I said, get, get defenses off balance a little bit, you know, give Zach Wilson a bit of an advantage pre-snap and 
really you have two talented football players. Why just put them in a box to where one is only playing first and second down, one is only playing third down, or you designate this series to Hall, that next series to Carter. Just find ways to really get the, the uh, you know maximum production possible out of them both. Absolutely. So Brees Hall last year for Iowa State had 302 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Michael Carter both had 36 receptions, um, had 325 yards, did not have a receiving touchdown, but had a 65.5% catch rate. Um, two good players they are capable of producing in that in that uh, fast set, and I think it would be pretty fun to watch them both on the field and what they can do to confuse defenses, um, especially attacking the seams and, and doing some fun stuff there, getting some blockers out in front on those on those screen passes. Uh, but the next one is really interesting for wide receivers, right? Like you haven't you're, you're spreading the offense out, you're getting two guys on both sides, um, and really just opening up space. You know, like that's kind of how you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, even the Buffalo Bills. They love to spread their offenses out get their playmakers into space and let them work. Um, when you're spreading a defense out like that, it opens up a lot more space so you can get more creative with your routes, um, especially against specific types of corners, specific teams that run specific types of strategies and schemes. Um, if you're playing a zone, you know, you know, if you're playing cover three, you want to attack those seams. Um, rather, you know, you could do the same thing with cover two, you know, those hole shots in cover three on the boundary. You know, there's a lot of ways to expose these zone coverage uh, based teams. A lot, of, a lot of teams are kind of going towards man simply because, um, you know, they want to be more aggressive, generate more pass rush. And, you know, th that's kind of what you see with like Wink Martindale's defense, even in Miami, um, you know, with Brian, look, used to be Brian Flores and Patrick Graham with the Giants last year. So a lot of these teams, um, you know, wanted to go in the direction of man coverage. Sometimes you just don't have the personnel to do it. But, you know, when you spread out your offense, it really gives you a lot more space to work with. And, you know, as long as you're, uh, your offensive line can hold up and protect your quarterback, it can be extremely lethal. Um, you know, especially with those dagger routes. I love one of my favorite route concepts is those seam, you know, those slot, those slot receivers were just running a seam route straight up the middle. And then those boundary receivers cutting in like a dagger motion um, and hitting them across the middle. Corey Davis was really good on those last year. I'd love to see them get more involved in that. And then using Elijah Moore and, um, and Garrett Wilson in their presence to just draw defenders out of space. Um, so there's a lot of really cool stuff they can do with these four wide concepts. But, you know, what makes you think that this could be a very successful uh, system for the Jets to run next season? For sure. So it was something that LaFleur started to use a little bit down the stretch when Braxton Barrios really started to heat up. And to me, with him being back, Garrett Wilson now in the mix and having Elijah Moore and Corey Davis, why not, you know, similar to what I was saying with Hall and Carter, why not just get all four of these guys together on the field at the same time? You know, most teams are traditionally playing with three corners. So again, from a matchup standpoint, you know, is the team going to put a fourth corner out there? Are they going to, you know, put a safety on a guy to where it's a real mismatch for one of the receivers? Or if not, like you said, you're obviously going to get an idea on if it's zone coverage pre-snap. So I think with all four of those guys, you know, whether you want to split them two by two, have a trip set to one side of the formation, you know, try and get Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Barrios, and Corey Davis all on the field together and really just give Zach Wilson as much speed and, you know, big play threat ability on the outside as possible. Absolutely. So how can the Jets get their tight ends involved? You know, that's the next element to this offense. Talk about the, the running backs a little bit, getting them more creatively involved and then uh, spreading the offense out with the receivers. But, you know, what happens when you have all these great tight ends? You know, you got Jeremy Ruckert, you got uh, Tyler Conklin, you got CJ Ozuma, like so much talent here. You have to get them all involved somehow. So why not throw in some three tight end sets here? And this is a really interesting one because there's a lot of different things you can do in three tight end sets, right? You have a lot of blockers, right? If, you, if you're lining them up in line, um, let's say you maybe even put one in the slot, like a jumbo, like he's put CJ Zuma in the slot and really attack the seams. You can do a lot with the play action game, you know, because now you have a lot of blockers on the field. 
Um, and if you play action, you know, they're probably going to be thinking, okay, the likelihood, the probability of them running the ball here with three tight ends on the field is high. So if you run a little bit of play action, you can attack the seams with CJ or Tyler Conklin, even Ruckert has good hands. Um, you could run the football now. You've got a lot of good athletic blockers out on the field who can make things happen and your running backs have a lot of space. Um, when you're looking at three tight end sets, like what are you expecting them to do? Do you think that this is something that they could actually utilize in 2022? Personally, I think they have the talent to do it. Um, I expect to see a lot more two tight end states than three, but you know, maybe short goal line situations, you have all these different tight ends running routes, pretty hard to stop them. I think occasionally on first down, maybe you could get all three of these guys on the field. Obviously with Conklin and Uzama, you're expecting immediate impacts. And I think Rucker definitely is a blocker has what it takes to come in and contribute right away. So, you know, why not on first and first and 10, you know, every now and then um, really get all three of these guys on the field. Obviously, you know, to the floor system that a fullback is, you know, pretty involved. And I think Ruckert has that flexibility to really be utilized as a fullback in a way. And really what you were saying, the fact that all three of these guys can run and pass block, you know, it really keeps defenses off balance with the play action pass game for Zach. And, you know, I think just having all three of those guys out there is really, you know, obviously they, they can move guys in the running game and, you know, really from there off of play action, you know, you could really get some good things going. And I think it's definitely another good way to just maximize getting all three of these guys on the field. 100%. And the last one that we have in mind is bunching this formations. You know, like if you can get, you know, you got, you got really athletic guys like Moore and uh, Wilson, then you throw Corey Davis into the mix. You can get a lot of really cool bunch formations going. Um, and I love the bunch formation because you can kind of set guys up a little bit behind, um, you know, in the Z spot or the, or the X. And then you have, you know, you could have two X's and a Z. Um, it's really, it's really, uh, fun to see how you can mix and match all of these talented players, um, and then utilize them in a myriad of different ways, right? Like if you have, for example, one thing I'd love to see the jets do is bunching like in a slot, maybe, um, all those three guys, and then having Elijah Moore just take a step back, collect a screen pass and have your blockers out in front, have your tight ends come out to the second level, um, have your tackles come out to the second level. Or you could just simply run, you know, just just a myriad of different route concepts from this bunch formation. And it's really hard. What makes bunch formations really, really cool is that it makes it really difficult for opposing teams, especially ones that are playing man coverage, to figure, like the defensive backs, it makes it really difficult for them to actually match up with your man. Because you have guys criss, criss, uh, crisscrossing all over the place, and sometimes they can get lost in traffic, and it gives it, you can manufacture separation that way. Um, which I really like. So that's maybe something the Jets could do to just manufacture a little bit more time, a little bit more uh, um, separation with their playmakers and, you know, make it a little bit easier for Zach Wilson. Um, but also just like exposing coverages. You're playing zone coverage and they're just dropping back. Then, you know, like if you have a very heavy zone coverage uh, team and they're dropping back into coverage in this bunch formation, great opportunity to run a screen pass. Um, and then and you'll collect some free yardage because you're always going to get like four or five yards of a screen pass. You're playing off ball zone. Um, so really cool ways that the Jets can actually execute and um, open up this offense a little bit more um, by using all these talented players. They're not limited in any ways. They can go downfield. They can you know, execute in the screen game. They can do short to intermediate route concepts. And Zach Wilson has the arm for all of it. So, you know, this is going to be fun. What are your thoughts on the bunch formations and how they could use these three guys really um, even throwing uh, Braxton Barrios into the mix, too? For sure. So once again, if you're having the three receivers bunched up, you know, you're probably having a tight end on the opposite side of formation, which once again really gives Zach Wilson a pre-snap manner zone coverage indicator, which is really beneficial. Obviously, like you were saying, the bunch formations really allow for natural separation off the line of scrimmage. You're not getting bumped as much. There's not as much press coverage. Defenses aren't going to be as aggressive. And really what you were saying from there, a lot of those mesh concepts, getting guys on crossing routes underneath, easy completions, 
you know, whether it's men or stopping and sitting down in the zone coverage, I think that there's a lot of benefits to that. And once again, you know, to really get Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, you know, all in favorable situations, you know, to help Zach as well. I think it's just a good way to really kind of bunch all those guys up and, you know, draw up some different combinations perhaps. Absolutely guys. But if you're interested in any other like concepts, we can take a look at these in more detail. Um, maybe find a couple clips from last year that really ex- kind of showcase what the jets may do and leverage their players. And obviously they have a lot more, uh, re- you know, re- I guess reliability, but also a lot more confidence, you know, with more having a year under his belt, Corey Davis kind of understanding what they want from him. Um, and hopefully Zach Wilson taking the big step forward to really put this offense together guys, but I hope you guys are having a phenomenal July 4th, much love to everybody helping us build this community. So much, uh, much love and appreciation for that. Make sure to like, and subscribe as always. We'll catch you guys on the next fireside jets episode.